Welcome to Bloodbath, a true crime podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Jamie. What's up? What's up? Wait, 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 wait. Did you say true crime? I did. So if I don't like getting into the super gritty details of murders and kidnappings and crime and blood and guts and gore, this probably isn't going to work out for me. Especially this episode. Oh, God. Okay. Trigger warning blanket statement. <laughs> there we go. Well, thanks for that. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Time for the show. So, I am doing a pretty damn well-known case, and that will be of Elizabeth Short, a.k.a. the Black Dahlia. What? Never heard of this case ever in my life. Ever. Except I totally have. Do you hear that, though? What? That's Katie screaming because she's really excited that I'm finally (laughs) doing this. All the way from LA. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. This is for you. Okay. Elizabeth Short was born July 29, 1924, in Medford, Massachusetts, to Phoebe and Cleo Short. She was the middle child of five sisters. Her dad was a pretty wealthy man till about 1929 when overnight the market crashed and he was broke. Oh, shit. Which is terrifying. In 1930, when she was five, her father disappeared one day and his car was later found near a lake abandoned. So authorities thought he committed suicide. Oh, my God. Or died by suicide. Sorry. Try to get better at that. However, he later appeared at home apologizing to his wife for leaving the family like that. And she was just like, nah, dude, I'm not taking you back. You just up and left us. That's so weird. <laughs> it's like that is not the conclusion. I mean, I've, I know cases that like the, the father kills the entire family because of something like this. So I guess thankfully he didn't do that. But, you know. Yeah, but just up and leave, for sure. Just leave. And for and like your family thinks you're dead. That's so horrible. When she was 15, she had to have lung surgery from asthma and severe bronchitis. So during the winter months, she would have to live in Florida to avoid the cold that Massachusetts had. Oh, so she flew south for the winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth grew a passion for movies when she was really young. And when she turned 19, she went to California to visit her father after not seeing him for 12 years. I feel like that was an excuse. She was like, well, my dad's there. So like, there, there's my way into LA. There's my way into Hollywood. You know? I mean, get it, I guess. No, I totally am like, I'm here for it. Uh, the only thing is, though, that once she got there, he kicked her out because she, quote, wasn't doing anything with her life and she was seeing different men and he didn't like that which like get over yourself get over yourself and she was working as a waitress to like make some things pass by and like she's 19 but she's also living under his roof and if he doesn't want her bringing home different guys i guess but you're just gonna kick your daughter out to go nowhere like her other family's in massachusetts that's kind of a shitty thing father thing to do maybe talk with her i don't know (laughs) out with her (laughs) she lived with several several she lived with several friends including an air force sergeant who was abusive she eventually went to santa barbara in the mid 1943 ish time where she was arrested for underage drinking oh a juvenile court ordered her to return to massachusetts massachusetts (laughs) Massachusetts. But she moved to Florida instead, which 
medically she probably should anyway because she can't really stay in massachusetts anyway there she met a decorated u.s army force officer named major matthew michael gordon jr that was a lot (laughs) there's a lot of names who proposed to her okay he's one of the good juniors just so that we are clear oh two weeks of two of two good juniors yes okay we're giving a good rep for them. All right. We'll let small town murder know. What up, buddies? Just <laughs> kidding. They don't fucking murder. know us. <laughs> I went to their show. <laughs> you remember it? No. <laughs> so he was training for a mission in China. Is it, there's also reports for like India, Bermuda Theater of World, World War II. I've always had trouble with that one. <laughs> You're doing great. Many other ones, too. Sadly, he died in an air crash in August of 1945, just before the end of the war. Oh. After his death, she moved to Los Angeles in July of 1946, where she went back. She met Lieutenant Joseph Gordon Flicking. <laughs> Flicking? Yes. Who was stationed as, uh, or who was stationed at the Navy base in Long Beach. So she's got a type. I mean, she's not wrong. Man in uniform. Man in uniform. <laughs> She started looking, uh, she started working at a waitress as, what is happening? It was on a roll until (laughs) now. Words are hard, man. As a waitress and rented a room near the Florentine Gardens nightclub on Hollywood Boulevard, which we've been to Hollywood Boulevard. Yes. It's, it's something. It is a spectacle. It's worth the, like, maybe an hour and then I'm like, okay, get me out of here. I mean, but it's different from daytime and nighttime. That's true. Which is kind of cool to see the transition. Yeah. She went on a small trip to San Diego. What? (laughs) Hold on. I'm taking a break. Okay. We're back. Can't make any promises. She went on a small trip to San Diego with a man named Robert Mullaney or Manly Manly who went by Red. Okay. He wasn't Manly though because he was married. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. I see Red. (laughs) Red. Later, when he would be questioned, he said that he dropped her off at the Baltimore Hotel located on 506 South Grand Avenue in downtown L.A. on January 9th, 1947. He said she was meeting her sister there that afternoon. Some staff working at the hotel do say they saw Elizabeth using the lobby phone. And then witnesses say she was at the Crown Grill Cocktail Lounge, which was less than a mile from the hotel. So there were sightings of her. Okay. This is unsolved by the way oh yeah <laughs> january 15th 1947 a local resident betty bursinger was out taking a walk with her three-year-old daughter she saw what she thought was a mannequin it's never a mannequin thank you for reading my next words <laughs> it's never a mannequin which is why mannequins are creepy ashley ashley she realized pretty quickly i'm just gonna gloss over that that it was not a mannequin and ran to a nearby house to call the police, which, like, ballsy to run to a nearby house. But I get it. I get it. What are you going to do? I'm scared of people. Because they, they don't have cell phones. They're not going to go to a pay phone. And, like, what she saw, even if she ran to, like, a bad person, they would be like, oh, I'm not bad anymore. They saw what she sees. Yeah, in comparison. <laughs> and we'll get into it, obviously. It's bloodbath. Come on. When authorities got there, they found a severely mutilated female body. Before I go into detail, there are non-censored photos of her body online. And while I was doing this, I didn't think they would be there. Oh, they're there. Yeah. I came across them 
without knowing, without being prepared to see what I saw. And I literally could not go to bed until four in the morning because every time I shut my eyes, I would just see her face. And she has the, what is it, Glasgow smile? Like the cuts? Yeah. Congratulations. You played yourself. I played myself. Oh, my God. So she was cut in half at the waist. Cut in half. So her legs are a little bit to the left, down. And then to, like, the right diagonal, diagonally from it is her upper half. I just... I cannot. Pose nude with bottom half of her legs being spread open right next to the sidewalk. She had irregular lacerations and tissue loss on her left breast. Breast. Ligature marks on her neck. Wrists and ankles indicating that she had uh, been tied up. Her mouth was cut from both sides about three inches upwards towards the ears. It's like like Joker smile Mm -hmm. status. Bruising was on the front right side of her head, and the cause of death was de- determined to be hemorrhaging from the lacerations of her mouth and face and the shock from the blows to her head. So she was alive when this person cut her mouth. It was, noticed th- it was noted that her anal canal was dilated, indicating that she may have been sodomized, but samples for sperm were taken and none came back. There was no sperm. But one of the strangest things about this case is that there was not one singular drop of blood. So she was drained. Her blood was gone. And nowhere near her body, no drips, nothing. No. Which obviously indicates that she was killed somewhere else and then placed there. But not a singular drop of blood. But all of her organs, everything was there. I I mean, I don't. Yeah, and she'd also been cleaned off. Uh, also, the cut, like the cut in half, was a technique that was taught in the 1930s called hemicorporectomy. Mm-hmm. Hemicorporectomy, where the lower half of the body is removed by transecting, transecting the lumbar spine between the second and third lumbar vertebrae. Also, this was performed after the death. Just so that we're aware. So she wasn't like cut in half while alive. Just her face. Just her her face. And like those type of cuttings. From what the photo looks like, her left or right breast, like the nipple looks completely gone. Yeah. It's just like meat. Be careful. I have the link because like I got my sources from this link as well. So I have this link in there, but I already have it written to where it says like, Warning at your own risk. Don't click if you don't want to see. They were able to quickly identify her as Elizabeth Short from fingerprints because she had been arrested for her DUI for her underage drinking. Note to self, if you haven't been fingerprinted, go get arrested. Wait, no, no, no. No, no, no. Just go get your fingerprints done. (laughs) Or get boob implants. That works too. Or join the military. That works too. That works too. Yeah. Uh, She had been given the nickname Black Dahlia by the media because people talked about her love for black sheer clothing. Which, like, same. Relatable. FBI profiler, the FBI profiler, John Douglas, believes she had to have known the killer because this was such an extensive mutilation that he felt the killer had an emotional attachment with her. On January 21st, 1947, a person called the editor, uh, called the editor of the newspaper, James Richard, and congratulated him on the coverage of Elizabeth. He said that he planned to turn himself in, eventually, but he wanted the police to pursue him a little bit more. 
He then told Richard that he should expect some souvenirs of Beth Short in the mail. Those are quotations. January 24th, a suspicious envelope was found by a U.S. postal worker. The envelope had been addressed to the Los Angeles Examiner and other Los Angeles papers. That's what it said. And other ones, just in case. Just in case. With individual words that had been cut and pasted out from newspaper clippings, like old school ransom notes, like my favorite murder logo, like cut full out. on old school. Nice. A large message on the face of the envelope read, here's Do- Dahlia's belongings, letter to follow. The envelope, the envelope, wow. <laughs> the envelope contained Short's birth certificate, business cards, photographs, Names written on pieces of paper in an address book with the name Mark Hansen embossed on the cover. The packet had been carefully cleaned with gasoline similar to Elizabeth's body, which led police to suspect the packet had been sent directly from her killer. Despite the attempts to wipe down any evidence, several fingerprints were lifted and sent to the FBI. But the prints were fucked up while in transit um, no, and could not be accurately analyzed. So that's the type of shit that makes me think that it could have been somebody within law enforcement. Yeah. Because easily. That should not have been fucked up. Which I guess is kind of like the same argument that we had last week with when his baby goes missing, they automatically go to them where they're like, you probably did it. Where it's like, well, you got to suspect a little bit, right? It's got to be someone. And also the amount of cops and authority figures that have killed and just gotten away with it for how many years yeah come on the same day (laughs) jamine sorry (laughs) like dennis lynn raider fucking all of them no the same day the packet was received at the paper place a handbag and a blank and a black suede shoe was reported to have been seen on the top of a garbage can in an alley hopeful that they could get prints from this and it would be Elizabeth's, they rushed right over. It was hers, but unfortunately, they had also been wiped down with gasoline and was successful at not leaving any fingerprints. So that brings us to Mark Hansen, which was the name on the notebook. March 14th, a suicide note written on a ripped-off piece of paper placed inside of a shoe in a pile of men's clothing on the edge of the ocean of Breeze Avenue, Venice, 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 (laughs) was found. That's really specific. It's very specific. The note said, To whom it may concern, I have waited for the police to capture me for the Black Dahlia killing, but have not. I am too much of a coward to turn myself in, so this is the best way out for me. I couldn't help myself for that or this. Sorry, Mary. No. 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 The lifeguard on duty called the police station, and Captain Ellie Christensen of West LAPD came out. The clothing gave no clues on who the man was, but in a notebook found that said the name Mark Hansen did. Mark was a local wealthy nightclub and theater owner. He had a connection to Elizabeth. He was friends with her friends that she was living with for, for a little bit of time after she got kicked out with her dad. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth's friends informed investigators that Elizabeth had recently rejected sexual advances from Mark. So there is motive. Okay. Up to 150 men were questioned and polygraphed. They even found some people in uh, Mark's notebook, one of them being Martin Lewis, who was also an acquaintance of Elizabeth's. He was able to provide an alibi, an alibi though. He was in Portland, Oregon oh, at the time visiting his father-in-law, who was dying of cancer. So, like, he had a lot of people to vouch for him, including nurses and doctors and, like, yeah. so many people. 
A total of 750 investigators from the LAPD and other departments worked on this case during its initial stages, including 400 sheriff's deputies and 250 California State Patrol officers. Various locations were searched for potential evidence, including storm drains throughout Los Angeles, abandoned structures, and various sites along the Los Angeles River. During the initial investigation into her murder, police received a total of 60 confessions, most made by men since that time. Like, what are, Why? are you okay? Stop. Don't. Do, no. Just stop. Where 500 people have confessed to the crime, some of who were not even born by the time it happened what did you reincarnate and then they need to be put like on a list too like they need to be watched yeah if you're confessing to that sick of a murder any murder but i mean still in general (laughs) so you're you're being watched you're being (laughs) you're being watched fear this so i highly suggest that you go listen to the murder squad part two of this where they go into so many possibilities of the type of people that could have done this because as i just stated there are so fucking many Mm -hmm. elizabeth definitely became famous but not in the way that she wanted ouch yeah that hurt i know but she seeked she wanted to be like she wanted to be a star she wanted to be hollywood she wanted to be known and i mean i've seen her pictures and whatnot like she's She's gorgeous gorgeous yeah it's just a shame. And okay, so then who do you think did it? Who done it? I think it had to have been some type of surgeon. It he had to have had medical knowledge. So what I think, mm-hmm. this Mark guy, the wealthy club owner mm-hmm. who was denied advances, has friends in high places and low places. That too. as you can see. I think it was more than one person. I feel like it'd have to be. He paid them off. He faked his death and he bought an island and went there. You think he faked his death? Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. No, uh, of course. I no, definitely no body, think... no crime. Well, there's a body. Oh, for him. For him. And like the ocean, that's how you, you picked? Do you just not know how to swim? Like, Does he know how to swim? We need to contact his wife. <laughs> his body parts would have floated up. That's Unless you. he stuffed himself and and rocks and they gave with your big brain like you couldn't have done it no did he stab himself in the lungs they also, would eventually come to the surface they need to like contact his his close people like but see if he has any surgeon friends bet you they couldn't because he was so good with money mm. kept it tight tight knit tight knit exactly yeah. wow that's um thanks i hate it mm-hmm don't I remember reading up on this the first time and I was like, Mm-mm. the photos, it's, it's dark. It's been on my list for a while, but I just, I mean, I never saw those photos ever until uh. <laughs> I really started. Cause I go to so many different websites and I'm just like, click, 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 click. Yeah. And the next thing I know, I'm like, that is not real. Yeah. It's very real. It was real. And, and it's not censored at all. Which, okay, I wish it was because of the amount of people who want to confess to it. I feel like it's a fetish for them. Almost. Like, Especially there's people who enjoy killing yeah. and they enjoy that shit. Right. And the way that, but the way that she's posed and whatnot, mm-hmm. I don't, I just feel like maybe let's not feed into that. Let's not. I mean, it's there to be there. Like it's going to be there. It's not going to go anywhere, but at least put like some type of warning on it. Like what you're about to go into. Like with Facebook like where it's like people. fuzzy and you have to click on it. Yeah. To have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Because um, it was jarring. Thanks. I hated it. Yeah. 
great story. Yeah. Do you have good, good? Mm. Or do you want to hear a creepy fact instead? Let's do a creepy fact before we tell them the news we've been keeping from them. Okay. Okay. Well, here's a weird fact. Um, When astronauts go to space, they get taller. What? <laughs> because they don't have gravity compressing their their spine. So maybe to fix your spine. Oh, I send the, you up to when space. you said that, I immediately was like, I need to go to space. <laughs> that would save me so much money from chiropractor bills. But it's probably really expensive to go to space, it's too. Very expensive to go to space. I'll just keep my chiropractor. Yeah. But, you know, so, if you ever just want to relieve that pressure, just go to space. Pop on up there. <laughs> About 60 miles up. So, Jamie. What? What's your good, good? My good, good. Is that I, little old Jamie, mm-hmm. I'm moving back home to Los Angeles. <laughs> and I just did it in Los Angeles You case. did, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to not go do that. Yeah, no. No, that's not a good idea. Or become that. Say sexy, don't get murdered. Yes, exactly. So yeah. that's the plan. Yeah. Jumping stay. right back over to California. Yeah. I'm still here, though. Had I, it with I Oregon. love Oregon. Fucking had it. <laughs> Tired of the rain. I want I love it. sunshine or day. I'm like, bring me the rain. When we don't have rain, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> See, I, I've i had it for so long. But it's okay, because now Katie works at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I'll be hopping right over. Yeah. My mic just keeps going lower and lower. I think we're going to have to see a chiropractor after today's session. I have tomorrow, 3 o'clock. <laughs> microphone stands are just fucking us today. But there you go. That's my good good. That is Ashley's bad bad. It is I'm, my bad bad. I'm moving to... But it also gives me an excuse to go to California even more. Because I love going home. Mm-hmm. Where most people, I don't know if they know, like, I'm from Long Beach, California. And, like, that's our home. That's and when we talked about it on the, uh, the, the, the toolbox killers. Oh, yeah. Our, Not the our actual stomping grounds. Yes. I mean, I want to blame people if they skip the older episodes. <laughs> They're kind of. <laughs> we forgive you. We forgive you. It was a hard time. <laughs> but it uh, started at the bottom. And now we're here. Now we're like, you know, mediocre and I like it. And trademarked. And trademarked. Because we do, in fact, own Bloodbath. Oh, there's my husband. Guess we'll sign off. Uh, be sure to catch us on all of our social medias at Bloodbath Podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Get 10% off of wickedclothes.com with code Bloodbath at checkout. And uh, But wait. There's more. Bye, 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 b